0: So good to have you
1: here. So excited to be here.
0: <laughs> and Brian, you're a father. Do you give your children gifts once in a while?
1: Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> all That's a great time. Great way to start. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's awesome that our father in heavens that way from James chapter one is just a good, good father. Gives good gifts, yeah.
0: You give good gifts. Yeah,
1: try to. <laughs> <You> try. <laughs> My daughter, I'm getting better. You know how it is. she's teaching me what what she likes, so yeah.
0: So we're going to talk about the gifts of the spirit mm-hmm. and he's a good father. Yeah. So he gives so good. us good gifts.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he really does. Um you know James chapter 1 says he gives good and perfect gifts and he's the father of lights and uh in in regards to the gifts of the spirit in 1 Corinthians 12 He's really done an amazing thing. It's like, thank God he didn't leave us in the earth without any abilities by the Spirit. You know, he's so empowered us and I believe wants us to walk in the fullness of what he's called us to, you know, with mm-hmm. the gifts. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So, what are all the gifts?
1: Yeah, so typically, you know, when people think of the gifts of the Spirit from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, you think of nine spirits, uh, gifts of the Spirit, sorry. Uh, outside of that, there are some beautiful gifts too given by the spirit of administration helps and those are in the Bible too, but strictly in the nine gifts of the Spirit, you have um, the gift of the word of knowledge, gift of the word of wisdom, uh, prophecy, uh, gift of gifts of healings okay. that 's a plural gift that 's very interesting if you look in the Bible, um, the gift of faith, gift of working of miracles, and then you have the interpretation of of tongues. There will tongues and interpretation of tongues, and so, um, yeah, it's just there's so many different gifts and abilities, and they're kind of split down the middle with revelation and power, which is so much like the nature of God, you know. So, yeah, it's awesome.
0: The healing gifts you said it was uh, different.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's really unique when you see in the verses. It's like gift of faith, gift of working of miracles, you know, gift of word of knowledge, and then gifts. healing it's like it's a plural gift and I've seen it in operation uh, quite a bit where people will have so there's healing obviously is for infirmities and disease and sickness well there's so many different sicknesses and there's even spirits of infirmity Mm. that sometimes people don't realize are not a physical ailment because of the fallen nature of man but it's a spirit you know and um and so this these gifts of healings can play out i remember in bible college one of our professors he had a strong gift out of the gifts of healing in cancer and and actually his first wife had died of cancer so it was really ironic that he he just gained this gift and burden because he had lost a loved one from that very disease and his percentage on healing cancer was really really high Um, i know of other people you know we've seen healings of all kinds but you'll notice In the gifts of healings, that there can be a stronger slant that attacks certain diseases or infirmities, if that makes sense.
0: How do we get them? Do we have them? Some of them, or uh, can we have uh, more at once? Or how do we get them?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I would first want would love to point out that you know if you read closely, it says all of the gifts are from worked and done by the same Spirit Mm. in the same Lord. You know, so you and I both have the Holy Spirit. So that shows you that all the gifts are available. You know, I liken it to if you can visualize a river and then all these streams that that connect into this river. It's the same source of water, but off of that same spirit are these multiple gifts. And um, typically, depending on what your call is, you may see some gifts flow more consistently but I still don't think that means you can't operate in all of them. I feel like, you know, the, the Bible says God's no respecter of persons, and we can access all of them. And so I would first, the Bible says you have not because you ask mm. not.
0: So we have to ask y- yeah, and yeah, and he, desire.
1: Totally, yeah. Um, Paul writes in, also in chapter 12 of First Corinthians, I think verse 31, he says, we are to earnestly covet the gifts. You know, and there's this spirit of religion that often wants us to be like, no, don't go, go to God for anything else, just him, you know, and mm. it's, it sounds right, but it's really not biblical. God's wanting us to ask him. Psalm chapter 2 says, ask of me, and I'll give you the nations. Uh, the book of James says, if you lack wisdom, ask for it. And so, yeah, number one, I would say, cry out, earnestly covet the gifts. I mean, you know, we want to be, we've got one life to get this thing done in Christianity down mm-hmm. here in the earth. And I say, let's go for it. You know, let's prophesy, heal the sick, and, and just ask for the fullness of everything and um and do we
0: have them when we're born again do we just get them immediately some of them or do we have to strive and desire everything to have them
1: yeah i believe you you have to still access them i I think you, you when you're born again you have the access to them by the spirit but by paul saying earnestly desire them shows you that, you know, why would you have to desire and earnestly covet something you already have? Mm. So, you know, some people might want to debate that, but it seems to be pretty clear in scripture that the spirit, that river I was telling you about is given, which is the access to all gifts. But then from that source, we need to really uh, press in and covet and and ask God, but also another way to tap into the gifts to uh, finish answering your, your other question is begin to step out. You know, mm-hmm. it's like working out. You know, I love to exercise, and mm. if you don't begin to work those spiritual muscles, they're they're not going to grow. You know, and and often I wish it wasn't this way, but the spiritual gifts typically don't activate until you start stepping into the situation. You know, I don't. Have you ever seen the movie, the old movie Indiana Jones, where there was like an invisible bridge? Yeah. To, you, you, you know, he yeah. couldn't see it there but he had to step out and then there was something there. And the spiritual gifts are very much this way. Like we often want the gift to come and us to have some amazing prophecy or word of knowledge and then we want to go to the people. Mm. Typically, you you go to the people and begin to dialogue and the gifts start stirring up. You know? Like and so, prophecy. Yeah, totally.
0: Uh, many people want it. Yeah. So what's your advice for just starting to use it, starting to pray? Yeah. How do we do
1: that yeah so uh like we were just talking about praying and asking god for the gifts earnestly coveting but then from that go and start to step out in faith and just a simple way to start is you can begin to ask people you know uh may i pray for you because i I, i'm pretty sure it's the same way here in europe but in the u.s if you approach people really (laughs) strong on the streets and say thus saith the lord you know you freak them out you know and, and a lot of times i'm on planes a lot with a lot of businessmen and people of other you know, marketplace settings and they you know you, sometimes you have to become all things to all people to win them and so not to compromise the gospel ever but the approach is pretty it needs to be natural you know be yeah, yourself because yeah people can can really uh, freak people out that way and so I would encourage just begin a dialogue begin to talk with people and then you can ask to pray for them and as you're praying you, you'll begin to watch prophecy start to stir up and be activated you know you were just in prayer asking god give me the gift of prophecy and the bible says he gives good gifts so he gives it you have the spirit now go you know w- begin to work it and step out and pray for people and and begin to try and prophesy and watch the spirit meet you there because often we pray and the gift's given and then we think we don't have it yet and it just stays wrapped up and never gets unwrapped and used does that make sense yeah yeah yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, so, and then, you know, the many different ways of even prophecy we can go into, but I don't know if you want to go a different yeah, direction. Yeah, Yeah, so like even in prophecy, um, it's very helpful to know that there's like two main breakdowns in that gift of of seeing and, and uh, like a bubbling up, like an inner knowing. And I, I'm certain you flow in these so as well. So
0: seeing is also prophetic pictures?
1: Totally, yeah. You can see things.
0: Still and live?
1: hmm Yeah, like visions or different pictures and things like this and it's so helpful so you may begin to pray for somebody and start to see images and um and then it's it's so helpful because it's insight from the spirit that you can then use to to go at the person by the spirit of god and then you have the bubble up which is like this inner knowing like you know you you just as soon as you started conversing with this person it's like all this stuff's coming to you yeah and the more you learn to pay attention to that the gift will grow and strengthen you know the bible says the spirit's like a wind. And, and a lot of times you don't know where it came from or where it's going, but you've sensed it. And it's, but sometimes we'll shut the gifts off by thinking, oh, that's just my mind. But I would say in the realm of uh, the prophetic and words of knowledge, dreams, visions, um, they, they seem to be a little more consistent. So, yeah. <clears throat>
0: um, why do we have them, the gifts? Why do we need them?
1: Yeah. I, I think basically it's a, a huge strength and empowerment by the spirit that we've been given in a natural world so we really have the upper hand if you think about it like nobody else in any other religion have true spirits that the spirit of god who is life and power and freedom can flow through and here we are the natural vessels in a natural world uh it's basically a container for the supernatural to come through and it's it's really mind-boggling and if you see throughout scripture even Ephesians 4, verse 11, when Jesus ascended, it says he gave gifts to men. And they were even the fivefold offices. These gifts God's given, that's how a lot of the New Testament in the church was built. Through visions, dreams, prophecy, discerning of spirits. And, and it's basically a supernatural empowerment that God's given into a natural world to operate the kingdom, which is supernatural, mm. into the earth, which is natural. You know, it's, it's amazing. He's, he's entrusted this with us, you know. And um, and another beautiful thing is that the Bible says his gifts are irrevocable. Yeah. Meaning once they're given, he never takes them back. You Isn't know? that
0: a bit dangerous as well? Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm glad you brought you that up. If
0: see people ministers operating in, in these gifts and maybe they have another side which is not that good or fallen, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, so such a great point. I'm so glad you brought that up because while yet it's an amazing attribute to God and how good he is, like he gives it to you, and he'll never take it back. His gifts are irrevocable, which shows how loving and perfect he is, good and true. But like you said, on the other hand, it can uh, start to be misused when people get off. And a lot of times, I think what happens is people, they see the gift still working, and they think, oh, I'm still justified by God, you know? And so that's also just for believers in every day to never gauge just because you're seeing gifts in full function to think the source is upright intimacy and fruit of the Mm -hmm. spirit is always what you gauge which is the fruit of the spirit that can only be accessed through intimacy gifts of the spirit gifts and fruit are very different you know fruit is love joy peace and Mm -hmm. and so you can have people that flow in the gifts and they can prophesy but they don't operate in love and it's like that's a that's a bad mix so I think it's a great... How do
0: we handle it?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's a a great point that you you brought that up because it should keep us in the fear of the Lord and like the reverential, like, Lord, keep us pure. You know, we Mm -hmm. want the gifts, but let us stay first and foremost in love with you and that we we flow in the fruit of the Spirit. But how we would handle that is, like I was saying, I think, and I could be a little tunnel visioned, but (laughs) to me, everything, you know, should be founded and rooted in intimacy, you know, the, the secret place. And I think if you keep a strong, intimate life of loving God, the very source, that things typically stay okay. You know, you you stay in that all-consuming fire that keeps you pure, Mm. keeps motives pure, and, and you stay sensitive to his heart. And so you're not even just flowing out of gifts to flow out of them. Or some people just get into a profession with it. It, we should always minister out of intimacy, you know, an intimate-based ministry of obedience. He says, if you love me, mm. you'll obey me. You'll obey my commands. And, and so, yeah, while yet flowing in the gifts, never, you know, ha- put that over loving him well. And I think it keeps things kind of calibrated, you know, calculated and, and on point. So, yeah.
0: What do you think of churches that um, stop the Holy Spirit? Do we still see gifts or what happens
1: yeah, um, yeah, and I think we're seeing a lot of that, you know, today and probably have throughout history. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that, <laughs> you know, I know that for sure. Because it's kind of like, what are we doing if, if we're not allowing, you know, the Bible says the letter alone kills, it
0: does. but the
1: Spirit brings life. And so we, when we begin to shut out the Holy Spirit, I, I don't know what we're really trying to accomplish anymore, but it's, it can be very detrimental. And I think... We need not ever do that because then you're, you're left on your own. And mm. you're going to now have to fuel and manage something that you started void of the Holy Spirit. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm sure they're still saved and believers and going to make heaven. But, you know, I think we will we, we'll sell ourselves short of the fullness of what God intended. And another thing we need to know when the Spirit moves, it can, it can be seemingly disorderly at times. So God does things decent in an order, but heaven's decent in an order is not always what we think down here. So we need to, as leaders, make room for the Spirit to move because sometimes that can be, you know, very, very interesting. I think that's where we often get uncomfortable because the Spirit's unpredictable, you know.
0: So what do you say to the criticism that criticizes how God moves and when He moves?
1: Yeah, I would say do your best to always love and honor them. We've got plenty of critics, you know, around the world and and we always still just try and honor them and love them. Now if they wanna try and start coming at things in, in you know false accusations, I don't have a problem with addressing stuff in a truthful manner out of love. But as far as them direct, you try and love and honor, and I say just keep doing what you're doing. And I've seen many people come around full circle. We've had people that have criticized us that now run close with our ministry because yeah. it was undeniable. They watched mm. it long enough and they were like, wait a minute, these people are sincere. Mm. They're very real. Mm. And the fruit, the w- which I mentioned, Yeah, yeah they, they're like, they can't deny it. They <laughs> see love, joy, peace, victory, uh, favor. They see the, the following of souls getting saved, healings and miracles. And after a while, you have to, when the true sp- spirit of God is moving and gifts through a ministry, you know, you have to on purpose start to just want to shut off to it, you know, which is that's that's a dangerous place. And yeah. and you're always going to have that. I mean, you Jesus had it in his day. He had, you know, people criticizing him and, you know, he's he's the father of demons or whatever. He he got accused of so many different things. But I would say um, don't get too hung, hung up on the praises of man or the the ridicule of man because it's all about what jesus says anyway so you know usually when people are praising you you're not as amazing as they say you are (laughs) if they're criticizing you you're not that bad either so it's all about pleasing jesus yeah
0: but you're a seer brian have you seen anything about the future of different parts norway scandinavia the united states yeah do you know anything that's about to happen
1: um I would have to think back because I'm I'm continually seeing things, but like even this year, for example, I'd foreseen like uh, these volcanoes that we've just recently seen going off or like the- forest. Oh, you saw them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, On that one that I saw, I didn't know the exact region, so I didn't release the word because you never want to cause fear in other regions. But I believe that was a sign of the earth groaning for the sons of God to rise up. Mm. Uh, The forest fires that we've had in the US on a real record. Yeah, saw that in prayer. And, you know, we'll see economic things, but I, I believe um, for Europe, it's really your time. I've seen that it's funny in the gifts of the Spirit that the, the prophetic gifts right now are very ripe in Europe. Okay. And, and that's helpful to know for people that maybe it seemed harder in years past. I would just step out now and see that it's really, really ripe here in Europe for the Spirit of God. And I believe it's your time. And there's just such a hunger here and a right feel of the spirit of god whereas in the u.s it's, it can be a little harder at times it seems so it's almost like it flipped you know so. <clears throat>
0: so many people want to have these gifts um what do you think is the most common gift
1: out of the gifts of the spirit yeah i would say there's um a, a real most common one i would say they're all you know a- available because even where people think the gift of tongues may be more common, um, that's, you know, I would see that in Scripture more as a prayer language that I think we confuse often where the gift of tongues in First Corinthians 12 mm. is meant to be interpreted by the Spirit. And so there's a little bit of a difference there versus a prayer language. But um, I would say, again, to encourage people, they're all readily available. And depending on your call, you may see that you flow in others more easily and that's okay like evangelists will typically see miracles and healings flow more easily prophets will see visions and prophecy words of knowledge and but again I have dear dear friends that are strong evangelists that long to prophesy and still have dreams and and we're more prophetic but we see healings and miracles so I say like in this day it's almost like God's raising up hybrids that are just crossing over and flowing in everything you know and, and just encourage people to go for it all so yeah. Have
0: you had any um, um, word of knowledge to people that will has been life-changing?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually reminded of one recently that uh, uh, a dear friend of mine. So we have this event we hold every year on a... You've, you've been to one of them on a cruise ship. It's a glory yeah. cruise. It's really yes. powerful. So he's actually our head security guy. And we flew over once on our very first cruise to just tour the ship and get used to the, the lounge and the event and the venue. And so I'm going to fly to see him, and I'm in prayer on a plane. And I see a fortune cookie. Do you know what those yes, are? Yes. Yeah. It's from, like, Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> but the very word of the cookie means fortune, like wealth and money. I saw it just consume him and eat his whole being, a fortune cookie. And I came out of the vision. And so I landed. I said, hey, man. Uh, fortune, great wealth is about to consume your world. And he was like, man, I receive it. But it, this was prophecy. Okay. So remember I was telling that prophecy is, to, is foreseeing the future, mm-hmm. whereas a word of knowledge is something now.
0: Mm.
1: And he, in the moment, he owned a business, but everything was just normal. And he goes, man, I receive it. But there just didn't seem like anything was going to change. And we literally went on that cruise. And when we, the day we got off, that Monday, I got home, and I was in the gym. I'll never forget, he calls me. He goes, are you sitting down? And he couldn't believe it. He, he had given, he had been called into the office of the New York Yankees. Uh, They're a professional baseball team in the U.S., very, very prominent team. His security team had been given security over the whole baseball team of New York Yankees, a major, major conf- contract. So we thought, wow, this is the fortune cookie, amazing. He called me like two days later, are you sitting down? <laughs> Yeah, and he gets a letter from being the second only approved uh, security school in all of the U.S., which is a major, major contract finances. Then after that, he was given the college football championship. So it's been nonstop now. I can't even. Now when I call him, he's got to call me back. He's so busy. But he's just so wealthy. He has staff. He's grown overnight. And um, that was a simple vision of God bringing wealth through a fortune cookie to him. Yeah. Wow. So, mm-hmm.
0: I know there's a lot of people watching and they want to just tap <clears throat> into more of the gifts of the Spirit. Yeah. Can you pray for them, Brian?
1: Yeah, of course, definitely. Yeah, so um, even there, you know, uh, listening, wherever you may be, we just want to pray with you and, and I want to ask you to receive. And, and just first off, God, we thank you so much for the availability you've given through this, this mighty Spirit of God you've given us, the river of the Holy Spirit, to access all nine gifts. So right there, just receive a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit of God. Right now, God, I thank you for the gifts of of the Spirit being loosed over each and every one. the, the gift of faith right now be imparted and deposited. The gift of miracles in Jesus' name. The, the gifts of healing. God, I pray release it all of the revelatory gifts. Gift of prophecy. I, de- I declare to you right now, from this day forward, you go prophesy. Be used as the mouthpiece and voice of God. Prophesy under the gift and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, uh, gift of the word of knowledge, gift of the word of wisdom flow in Jesus' name. Gift of faith, God, I pray, to increase even in the realm of finances. And I pray from this uh, moment forward, you'd have such a flow of the Spirit, an increase of dreams, visions, and encounters, that the Spirit of God would be so like a well you can draw from and pull and be used powerfully in the marketplace, the streets, from pulpit ministry and everything in between. All for God's glory, in Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat>
0: amen.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So all of it is from the Holy Spirit. Can you just shortly also pray for the Holy Spirit? just They just filled by the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah, yeah. So again, I just thank you for a fresh and filling of the Spirit of God. Joel, too, in the last days, you know, pour my Spirit upon all flesh. Rush upon them, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit of God, rush upon each and every one right now. And I, you, you may even want to, as a prophetic act, put your hands on your eyes right now. I pray for eyes to see. Like the book of Revelation says, "I salve to anoint their eyes to see. In Jesus' name, unlock visions, dreams, and prophetic pictures. God, stir up that well of the Spirit within them. Make your bride and your church a mighty people endowed with the Holy Spirit and power for your glory. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Thank you so much, Brian. Yeah, thank I always you. love being here. <laughs> so good to have you here. I yeah,
1: love you guys, David. And your next
0: session, your next teaching is going to be about the angelic realm.
1: Yeah, very exciting.
0: Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So thank you again. And everybody that's watching, make sure you, you catch the next teaching of Brian. He's going to teach about the angelic realm. So thank you for watching. We love you and God bless you. Oh, mm-hmm.